Gentlemen, today we are talking about books and reading and literature and whatnot. I love the whatnot. All right, the whatnot's the best part. So we're going to go over books that we read as a kid, books that we're into now, different ways of consuming books, and I'm not talking about eating them. Um, Um, Whether we like just once. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Uh, you know, whether we like to read books or prefer ebooks, talk about libraries. So uh, stick around and give us a listen. And who wants bananas? Hey, do y'all read things? Sure don't. All don't know how to read. Time. <laughs> Ken, do, do letters scare you? <clears throat> no, Hooked on Phonics Done didn't work for me. Mm. Mm. Well, now that all of our mm. listeners are slightly mentally broken, uh, <laughs> Ryan, I, I heard in that kerfuffle that you uh, you read from time to time. I do. I love reading. Hey, what uh, fucking so, nerd? So, Keenan, <laughs> what's the what's the last pop up book you read? I'll wait. Uh, Jimmy the dinosaur finds his dead mom. Oh, oh did, did he use it to power his Prius? <laughs> no, that's those run off electricity. Uh, she ended up in a barrel of oil from a Shell Corporation. Like a shell corporation or the shell the shell corporation. corporation. Um, that's where his mom ended up. Part well, of her. Yeah. Which part? Difficult to tell. Oh, uh, yeah, it's the goopiness. Yeah, <laughs> I, can, I can go. Uh, I can go grab the book if you want. I can't read. Um, <laughs> no, but so we want. We're going to talk about a little bit of reading today. See, I, I feel at least personally, I feel and I'm, I'm guilty. Of, I feel like it's kind of among our generations become a bit of a lost art. Either it has entirely not lost art. People know how to read still. Fucking, I mean, uh, <laughs> but, except Keenan. Yeah, I'm I'm the exception. Right. Um. But I feel like a lot of people either most people either don't read at all, myself Correct. included. Right. Um, well, you can't even say that you don't read because you do read. You just don't read books. True. Um. Or there's people who read a fuck ton. Like they they'll read a <laughs> lot. They take a lot of pride in their their bookshelf. Oh yeah, um, and and it, it seems like you you fall into that category. So, um, I'm curious about a lot of a lot of things, and hopefully the uh, the listeners will 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 voice their opinions too. But so, Keenan, what aside joking aside, what what have you read? Like, so do you read anything on a regular basis these days? I do. Um, no, reading is something I do. I do enjoy. I I honestly would fall in between those categories. I. I'm not an avid reader. Um, it's very difficult for me to actually get into a book and become interested in, in a book. I've I've picked up a bunch, tried reading it, got to like chapter three and said, fuck this, I'm done. It's there's it's I've got nothing out of this. Um I was able to read a few of the Jurassic Park books mm. um from Michael Crichton. Some of them good, some of them not so good. Uh one really bad book I read. Oddly, by Michael Crichton was a book called Sphere that just, I don't know, I just could not get into it. It was weird. How long ago was that? Oh, man, I think I must have been a freshman or sophomore in high school. So yesterday then. Right. No, I've been out of high school for 10 years, uh, almost 11, over 11 years now. Yeah, they really wanted to come back to finish, but. Yeah. I don't need that shit. Uh, All right. So Jurassic Park books, which were, okay, so you read them freshman, sophomore High school. Yeah, it was around there, yeah. Around there. Uh, so the Fair Jurassic enough. Park's then Sphere just wasn't. Now, did you finish it? 
No, I didn't finish it. I think I got, I like I said, I think it was to chapter three, and I was like, I'm done. Is, is, was it a uh, like one of those assigned books where you have to read them for like English class or whatever? No, my dad had got me into the uh, Jurassic Park Lost World books, so that's where I got into that. As my dad, he really wanted to encourage me to read more books, since both my parents, any given moment, they've got a book in front of them. Fair enough. Yeah, my so. mom's the same way. That's how I picked up reading was my mom reads books literally all the time. Remarkably irresponsible drivers. Um, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. We haven't you know, died yet, though. People right. talk about texting and driving, but, you know, crack it open a book and driving, that's not a good one. Yeah, every time I see it, I want to throw my beer at somebody. It's ridiculous. You know, it's just <laughs> unsafe. Uh, but with that, do you think you'd have a, like a better understanding, a better appreciation if you were to go back and try to read those now? Maybe. I yeah. don't know. It's difficult to tell. Uh, one, you know, book series that I, or not a series, but one author that I like just about everything he's written that I've read at least is Stephen King. And I read a lot of his stuff when I was Actually in high school. I never read a Stephen King book. I, they are fucked up. One of probably why I don't read them. Best one, way to put it, they are fucked up. I, I read, I don't remember the Stephen King book I read. It was some, some time ago. The thing of his that sticks out the most, because he used to write a lot of short stories. I'm pretty sure like a lot of his movies and things like that are just based off of oh, I think some uh, of them. Yeah. Shit, what was it? I think well, I want to say it was called Kingdom Hospital was a bunch of short stories. Uh, was that one of the ones where it he talked about his ear lancing? I, I don't know. I know what? that got put. It, it became a short story. Ear lancing? Or not a short story. Uh, TV series. A king, no. So there's what? a there's a, a short. I think it's just like it's, it sounds. It's not even a, necessarily a horror thing. It's just, it's just, he just wrote about how when he was a kid, he had to have regular ear lancings. Why? Uh, like there was like uh, an infection or something like that. He had to drain his ear. Ugh. Yeah. No, it's about as pleasant as you might think a horror writer describing puncturing his own ear would be. Mm. Uh, mind you, he sounds didn't, so, great. Mind you, he didn't do it himself. It was at a hospital. He I would hope. Again, this is a horror writer, and the thing that sticks out to me the most. <laughs> was his own story of a medical procedure that was being done to him when he was like a, I think it was like a, like an early teen when he was, when he yeah. was writing about the story. Uh, it didn't sound, uh, didn't sound fun. But yeah. Stephen King, Stephen King's pretty good. Um, I, I remember, I don't remember there's something about like almost like werewolves or some monsters or something. I don't quite remember what the book was. I feel I, like that's pretty common. I'll tell you one of his best books, in my opinion, I, I know most people would probably see either Pet Cemetery. No, let me try that again. Pet Cemetery or The Stand. Uh, I really liked it. I think it's a somewhat lesser known book called From a Buick 8. Essentially hmm. about a haunted Buick. Does it go around and kill people? No, you're thinking of Christine. Christine? Yeah, that's Christine. I'm not thinking of anything. I'm just it's, wondering. So, no, Chris, Christine Spo did. Yeah, that's a car that goes around and kills people. Spoiler yep. alert. Just, oh, nice. just, just so you know. Right. Now, uh, another spoiler alert for anyone who may be reading the book. From a Buick 8, um, it's essentially about, if I'm remembering correctly, it's been, again, I think it was like a freshman or a sophomore when I read it. An old Buick that's being kept by this local police station that does weird shit from time to time. They could talk about like a light show from like the little shed that they keep it in. Mm -hmm. And... Oh, the Buick does weird shit. Not the police the station. Buick, the Buick. The oh. Buick. <laughs> and the police station like, does weird it, shit. Pizza it'll, parties. like, cough up weird things out of, like, the trunk from time to time. So they're starting to think they find, like, a weird bat or something like that. They try to, like... To find, like, a, the animal? A creature. Okay. Some weird bat-like creature came out of the car, and they're trying to, like, do an autopsy or something on it. And they say, we need to figure out what the hell is going on with this car. So they send one of the officers into the trunk. And he turns into a car. Like, attached... 
to a string, and like the string just gets severed. And I, if I remember, they never, never recover him. Um, and then eventually they just kind of close everything off and say, "Yep, we'll just go back just to pretend that this car doesn't yeah, exist. pretending it doesn't exist." It's weird. Sounds like it's weird. I kind of want to read it now. It, it's good. It was good. I feel like that's something I'd like to hear written. I don't know if I'd want to actually write, uh, read that. So I guess that that's a pretty solid segue into I said your written. I meant read. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, we got what you meant. Yeah, all fine. right, that's good. Yeah, you don't have to be literate to read. Um, the sorry, I was just reading something. I was reading something and I got <laughs> distracted. Um, I don't get so it. What uh, What are your reading habits looking like these days? I read a lot. So I used to read obnoxious amounts. Like, I used to just constantly read mm-hmm. to the point where my punishment at night, you know, I must kids, like, get the TV taken away or no phone. No, mine was books. I wasn't allowed to read my books at night. Seems like a backwards punishment. Yeah, well, oh, I would yeah, I was literally. Say, my parents would always tell me, like, you want entertainment? Fucking read a book. Oh, yeah, no, because I would take that literally and just go read books for the rest of my life. Oh, no. Literally, I would stay up constantly, like, all night reading an entire book from from cover to cover. Hmm. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm sure it was. I think I, I can only remember it. doing that one time. Oh, I've done it numerous times. I To this day, I I've still do it every once in a while. But uh, my reading habits have died down uh, compared to when I was a kid. I didn't have anything going on when I was a kid. Now I got a job. I, I hang out with you guys and, and friends and all yeah. that. So, <laughs> Us and friends. Yes. Yes. Well, you guys I have this friends, work obligation, colleagues. plus I have friends. Right. <laughs> So my reading habits don't like usually when I when I actually get around to, to reading is usually when I have some like actual downtime to myself and I'll go and I'll usually go outside onto my back porch and smoke a cigar and read read a book while I'm doing it because I have multiple series that I've completed and, and a series that I'm currently working on to get through. There's a lot of books in it. I'm, I love that. I love series with a lot of books because then the story just keeps going favorite so you're trying to find things that just don't end ideally well everything has to end but i want the ending to be really good like my favorite series of all time that i read when i was younger was the aragon series Mm -hmm. and i thought the fucking ending was terrible so you felt like you got robbed sort of big time because the whole story was amazing then the ending was not ending was just a big middle finger to everyone who had kept up with it and i hated it because it was so good I've heard, yeah, I've heard very, very good things about Aragon. Who, you, who Christopher wrote Paolini? Okay, P A O L I N I, if I remember hmm. correctly. Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of good things about the uh, the Aragon series. Yeah, it's fantastic. I got into it when I was a kid. My mom just bought me one of the books, and I was like, ah, whatever. Like that's just another book. Because at the time, I was huge into Artemis Fowl series, which I read all of those, and then uh, fucking uh, books. Now. Alex Ryder was another one. A kid. 007 kind of thing, but he's like a teenager. It was pretty cool. <laughs> nice. And she got me that, and I immediately was hooked. I was like, oh, I need more of this. <laughs> I need more dragons. More dragons and, and swords. It was great. Loved it. I've always had a thing for, like, the fantasy kind of stuff, though. So, Yeah. No, I think we've, yeah, that, that's kind of, it seems a lot up your alley. Like the dragons sure. and uh, the and knights then, and things yeah, along those like, lines. The one I'm reading now is the Witcher series, which if anybody knows the Witcher is a very popular game for a while. Based on the books. Based on the books. Um, and the books are just as good. And the author, from what I know, is an asshole. Yes. <laughs> who never thought video games would be a viable 
medium. Yep. Oh, how how wrong oh, he was. CD Projekt Red. Man, they're good at stuff. Ooh, I cannot wait. But, yeah. No, that that's cool. And now, so I guess my my reading habits are on the, on the lower end between you two. Um, the last book I read was Ready Player One. I do want to read that. That was probably over a year ago because I was, I was living in a different spot yep. at the time. Um, and before that, eek. Uh, Not really a whole lot of books, per se. I don't remember what I read before that. I know, well, recently anyway, I know typically when when I'd really started kind of reading stuff like a fiend, um, I would read a lot of the Clive Cussler books. Clive Cussler. I have um, some of those. <laughs> they're good. I like them. They're kind of a, they're, if, if 007 went to college to be, um, I don't know. I think I don't know what the right term is. A diver for one, but more yep. of like an aquatic archaeologist where they just kind of uh, recover sunken treasures. Yep. And things so, like that. Like so, more like if uh, Indiana Jones got his diver's license. Yes, actually, that's probably more. more yeah, accurate. I was going to okay. say I, I haven't read them personally, but it, yeah, what I got a feel for it was kind of like an uncharted Indiana Jones kind of thing. So. Yeah, just water based. Yeah, basically. And the interesting part is Clive Cussler. Didn't he do, was it 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea or something like that? No, that was Jules Verne. Okay, there we go. I don't know why that popped in my head. Clive Cussler, like in real life, was a diver. I think he still kind of does, still operates a lot, like still operates an agency specifically for that. Right. So he writes a lot of it from experience. He actually writes himself as a cameo. Just a quick, (laughs) the guy who gives like some some case-breaking information. And the main character can never fucking recognize him. He's this guy looks familiar, but I can't quite place (laughs) it. Every book. Um, That's great. But the books are really cool, and I started reading those. Similar reason as to Keenan. My dad was always reading them, and I'm like, like I honestly, as a kid, I'm like, the cover looks kind of cool. That's I think what, that's what that's draws what you in as a kid. Look at the they, fucking covers. They, they if the covers look kind of neat. Right. The first freaking book I picked up that I remember reading, like, holy shit, this is amazing, was the first Artemis Fowl book. It's a shiny gold or shiny copper covers like it caught my eye immediately. So they say don't marketing judge. works. They say don't judge a book by its cover. You should judge but the a cover little bit. Draws I'm, you in. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. How yeah, many? You judge know, a little. How bit. many books do you see without covers? I mean, none. All my books ones. are ebooks now, and they technically don't really have covers. I think they still do. <laughs> well, they have the graphic. Some of them but do. Yeah, some of them have the graphic, which right. is supposed to be. But the if you if you even if you're scrolling through that marketplace, you're seeing the front of the book. True. I, no, you're right. You're right. True. I didn't even think about that. So there same are still thing. covers there. It's there's the still cover, there's cover art. <laughs> right. There's still something to sort of catch your eye a little bit. No, it's a good point. Which is definitely yeah. We get so yeah. Diving into the the ebook conversation for sure. Yep. Um. So right. I guess I'll, I'll I'll direct this one toward you. Um. As far as spending money, actually, before we even get into that, which uh, between ebooks and regular books, I have a hunch. I know what your answer is going to be, but which one? Which of the two do you prefer? Well, Tyler, I do have a very nice bookshelf. Mm. Rich so, mahogany. Uh, no, it's very cheap. Laminate. <laughs> that has hints of mahogany ideas to it. <laughs> it looks like it could be mahogany. I don't think he gets the reference. Not at all. I should. Perfect. Moving on. So you have a, you have a fancy cheap bookshelf. I do. Uh, no, I would much rather have uh, the real thing. Uh, the hard. I prefer a hardcover book. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter to me at the end of the day. But... I do have some ebooks. Uh, back when I had when I used my Kindle regularly, mm-hmm. I had like uh, some short books, 
some spinoff things that I read from a couple of different uh, series, things that I was into at the time. Right. Um, and it, it's nice because nine times out of ten they're cheaper. And back then I was young, didn't have a whole lot of money, so right. it was nice then. But now I, if I, and it's tough for me to find a series that I like nowadays. But when I find one, I will spend the money on the book. I would much yeah. rather have the book yeah. in my hands. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's feel. the people who read. It seems to be pretty feel. pretty common for for people who do read a lot to yep. prefer the hardcover. I, yeah, I love the, the hardcover book. Which does seem almost counterintuitive. You know what the messed up part? I'm just going off on a tangent here real yep. quick. Hardcover books are obnoxiously expensive. Yep. Like, case in point, one of the books in my Witcher series, because there's nine books, but they're to be translated from Polish, so it takes time. <laughs> right. So... One of the books, I forget which one it is. I think it's the first one. Uh, it comes in a paperback, just regular print paperback, and then it comes in a hardcover. The paperback is like seventeen bucks, something like that. Not a yeah. lot. It's very cheap. The hardcover is four hundred and thirty-five dollars. I'm sorry. Excuse the for one book. Me? For one book. Swear to God, I saw it. I was like, that can't be right. What's I went it bound and in around. virgin ostrich? I don't freaking know. Good but God. I was like, you've got to be kidding Is me. it bound in something Geralt killed? <laughs> I freaking hope so. But That's the main character of The Witcher for those who don't correct, know. Correct, yes. But yeah, I was like, are you... F-? But like, I have hardcovers of the other ones in the series, and they're not that expensive. They're like is, an extra five bucks. Is the hardcover... It's in English. Or yes, it's, in it's translated in English. I can get you Season of Storms for thirteen sixty eight. That's not the first one. Which one's the first one? Storm uh, of Seasons. They were not very creative with the, the name. Last Wish. The Last Wish? I think. Pretty sure it was The Last Wish. Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. Oh, I'm about to quote you so fucking hard. Mm. Mm. Thanks, Yoda. Deja. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You weird bastard. So, yeah. Getting back onto our topic after my little bullshit tangent. Uh, yeah. I can get you the whole series translated in English so far. Hardcover, 75 bucks. Bullshit. I lied. It's paperback. Okay, here we go. Because <laughs> I was right, going to so say, I know that first book was like $400. Right, okay. So hardcover, that, so I know hardcover is expensive. I know it's expensive. Hardcover exists be, for people who do have a display bookshelf, and that's why they right. charge the money they do. I'll be and honest. I'm fine with paying more for a hardcover, but when you jump me from $17 to $400, I have a slight issue with that. I'm going to be real honest. I, I don't have a bookshelf at all. Uh, if I'm, if I'm, I was going to say, I don't even think Keenan does. Oh. If, I'm, if I'm reading a book, I do want it to be hardcover. It's just easier to hold. <laughs> Like that's it. That's all it really. I I would agree with that. I would agree. Mm, I would not. <laughs> I had to get. All a... right. Just because your mutant hands have gotten <laughs> used to holding soft cover books over these years. So, one of the reasons I like paperback, and it's also the reason I hate it, is because I, I'm smoking a cigar when I'm reading a book usually. So I need one hand free. So I'll curl the other side around the back so I can hold it with one hand. Just do one of these like. Nope. Hand gets you see tired how, after a while. You see how we did the same exact thing with yeah. it before. I have too, but your hand gets tired when you're sitting there for over an well, hour. You need to stop the book. being a little bitch. Switch hands. You have two. No, that's no. Then the sun's in the way. It's, no. Well, you like blocking me. the sun with your cigar? No, but I'm sitting outside. Life must be so tough. You mm. should get a little it's sheet music. Terrible. You should get a little sheet music holder and just put that near you. No, the book and will then close pay, itself. And then pay somebody to. <laughs> For you, just <laughs> can just I have one? Me just have a, one of your brothers stand out there. Just, 
No, my brother would just sit there and are rip you, it. Are you That's finished, the other thing. I'm super that into it. I'm a full-blown bibliophile. Ooh, that. Do you have to register in public? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, that makes sense. you got to tell your neighbors you really love reading. Yeah, I really love books. I yeah. should, you should just go door-to-door -door and tell people you're a bibliophile, see what their reactions are. I don't really want to. <laughs> just say you're a type of file and just wait until... Wait. No, you know what? Just scrap that whole idea. Yeah, I'm just not going to do that. Because that could be incredibly confusing on a whole bunch of fronts. For sure. Bibliophile, for anybody who's wondering, is just somebody who loves books. Just say you like books. A bibliophile sounds cool. And I learned it from Harry Potter. Bibliophile sounds like something, like Tyler said, you should be registered for and have the police monitor you. But I learned it from Harry Potter. <laughs> He's reading again. What fucking book did you read that in? It was in a game, Harry Potter game. It was a password to get into a secret room. Okay. The well, fucking irony. He count. reads about. He learns about reading from a video game <laughs> based on a book. <laughs> the fuck. And I irony. remember having a discussion about Harry Potter, and you like didn't know anything I was talking about. So put that in your pipe. Because you're talking yourself. about shit that happened long after the books. No, this stuff was all went over in the books. Okay, hold on a minute here. For anybody who doesn't know, because I know we're gonna get into it here in a minute. Keenan oh. loves the Harry Potter series. We're and gonna, I mean, constantly rereads. I'm them. sure we're gonna start talking about it quite a bit. I have not read the Harry Potter series since well, like I was years? in high school, middle school, somewhere in there. You need to do yourself a fucking favor and reread them, dude. It's better that it gets better and more frustrating the older you get. I I believe you. I want to, but I'm in the middle of another series. What? What? We're gonna. We're gonna come back to that. I'm I'm still curious about the the books ebooks thing. We'll cover the Harry Potter debate a little bit later. Um, we're gonna but, debate so hard. So as far as well, yeah, ebooks and books. So you prefer having the soft cover? I prefer the hard cover. Why? Because they look nicer. Fucking. <laughs> The soft cover is easier to read. Soft cover is easier to but, hold and, and read. And but the hard cover is easier to have when you're not reading it. I just like the way the hard covers look. I agree with that. So in your ideal world, you'd have... All of them would be hard covers. All of them. Rude, you cut me off. In an ideal world, <laughs> you would have soft cover <laughs> and hard cover of everything. A yeah. reading shelf and a display shelf. Yeah, that would actually be pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, you see? You're fucking so welcome. So you just have one bookshelf where everything gathers dust, and it's like, uh, what book is it? Moby Dick. Cool. Then you walk somewhere else and just get the shitty paperback. There or, we go. Or if you were loaded and money didn't matter, you tell me you wouldn't want that? No. Or, why? Or if, you're on that, if you're on that level already, you make a goddamn swivel bookshelf. <laughs> that would be awesome. Just the hard covers and then and then grab it that where it was. That would be pretty fucking metal, around. actually. I would be so mad you know, if they you, got out of order. You're so... So mad. That'd be your fault. I know. Don't do that, then. I can't. <laughs> I can't control what I do, Tyler. Come on. Books make you crazy. They make you biblio-mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Mad, oh, fuck. That's getting bad. Yeah, um, let's just drop that. <laughs> uh, so, Keenan, um, your thoughts on ebooks, regular books, preference? I mean... Actual an actual tangible book is a really cool thing. I mean, there's there's a lot of small, I don't know, maybe micro emotions. I guess you feel when you pick up an actual book. I mean, like you guys, remember going to like the Scholastic book fairs? Oh yeah, at school. I just bought the gadgets and gizmos. Yeah, I never got any of the books there. See, no. I stole shit. That's what I did at those. <laughs> Good, I'm glad Christ. we brought that up. <laughs> so, remember those I book never fairs? That, to do I'm that. pretty sure I owe Scholastic like ten bucks. 
at this point. With interest now, after yeah. like 20 years, Our book maybe like 14 bucks. was about 12 square feet. I wasn't getting out of there with anything. Yeah, yeah, they brought the big-ass metal shelves full of books. I had that. I had a few times. They had, they like, had yeah, the, the gadgets library. and gizmos and like the stupid bracelets and like the cool like I just remember pens. the, the uh, what was it? Like, a, like It was like a little tiny pamphlet thing that you would get home, and it would have like a bunch of stuff that you can buy. You show it to your parents, you circle it all, and they have to go and write it on the back and did you guys not have that? Am I, th- I talking about nothing here for you guys? It sounds somewhat familiar, but usually it was just a nah. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I got a few things off of that. I got like books, I get, oddly I, enough. But I just stole shit. That's I'm pretty sure I stole books too. Good. I mean, you're the reason why the book market is just yeah. Plumbing. That's me. So you yeah. so you prefer the the regular books just for the the feel is it the nostalgia? No, don't. Well, there is a nostalgia and there's a great feeling with an actual book. I much prefer ebooks though. Okay. I much prefer ebooks. I have several of them on my Google account, and it's great because, like, well, let's say I'm at work and I have all my open orders are checked. I and at that point, I'm just waiting on customers. I have nothing else to do. Store's nice and clean. I'll just plop my phone out. Okay, let's let's open up the Kite Runner and start reading. Okay, so you're you're reading them. So you prefer- I, I I prefer ebooks due to the convenience that it that it provides. And don't get me wrong. If I could get all the books that I like in, in and have a library in a house, sure, who wouldn't want that? That'd be an awesome place to just go and smoke a cigar, be surrounded by mahogany, and just have that cool feeling of that you, you know, you're in a study. I would never pick up one of those fucking books. I'd sit down, <laughs> I'd whip out my phone and start reading, or better yet, I'd take out my phone, put it on the table next to me, turn it onto an audio book, and just kick back. There. Yeah, that, audiobooks is one thing I haven't tried, and I do want to try. We'll, it, we'll it, cover that, and we'll cover the audiobooks right. in a little bit. Um, but okay, so the so you prefer you understand the the nostalgic the feel of the the books themselves, but prefer the the audiobooks. Oh yeah, um, ebooks. Now, yeah. when you do read the ebooks, it sounds like you're reading them on your on your phone exclusively. Not exclusively. Uh, sometimes, actually, at work, if I'm if I'm going to read an ebook at work, I won't have it on my phone. I'll usually bring it up on on my computer through the Google account. Um, okay, so yeah, on a screen, typically of of, of some sort, either phone or computer right. or something like that. Okay, or when I'm oh, we'll get into that in a little bit, but right, yeah, yeah, audiobooks will be um, a separate thing entirely. Um, but the see, as far as between books and um, Ebooks, I'd say I prefer, I prefer ebooks, hands yeah. down. Me personally, I don't. I get a cringy feeling when pages rub against each other. Really? Oh god, it's nails on a chalkboard to me. Ah, oh, okay, it's so bad. I just the, so the, that you just you're not a book. The guy. scrapey sound, I just oh, you can't don't like that. No, oh god, no. Fair. No, I that woof, is I can't I can't handle that. Um, my favorite. Mind you, I'll. I mean, I'll power through it if I have to, but with the advent of ebooks, I bought a Kindle kind of immediately. Um, I think I got I, I feel like I read something before um, um, before Ready Player One um, on on a Kindle. Not, I mean, not to be a brand specific, but whatever. I it mean, was a Kindle. It, it was the Kindle was the thing that everyone was knows that it was the uh, so. the the e ink reader where it looks like. Normal paper because I've tried. Oh wait, cool. was that the Nook or something like that? They Nook makes some fun fact. So Barnes Noble made Nook. Last I knew, Nook is worth more than Barnes and Noble. That That's sounds about right. <laughs> it's great. It's because um, a lot of people prefer eBooks. 
but yeah, these, so that's and that's kind of why like the the Kindle or the Nook or whatever the the ebooks themselves, ebook um, readers, the actual yeah, yeah, yeah. To where device the, meant for reading books, e-books. Right. right? It doesn't really do much else. Well, they used to connect to the internet, so you could download stuff directly, like via three G, and it was free three G. They stopped it for all sorts of reasons, but the the point is, it looks like paper, right? And that's the idea, so you don't get mm-hmm. eye strain from from reading the screens to to doing that. And that's why I really liked them. It had had the convenience of just a tablet, and the, and they were usually like insanely thin too. Oh, yeah. I mean, there didn't yeah. need to be to a it. whole lot. I mean, there, if I remember correctly, most of them didn't have a backlight, and the ones that were upgraded to have a backlight, it was so minimalistic yeah, like that nothing. like you don't need a big battery in those they no. weighed like a couple ounces well with those to to get a little nerdy tech speak on it how the technology works on that is it doesn't really use battery until something has to change so like, when you flip a page right so the battery would last a month at a time because so all you're can, doing is flipping pages every yeah, once in a so while you can, you can take it with you and it'll it'll be fine um but the yeah, and reading those because I'd read them read them at night. Typically, when I would read, I would read at night when I'm going to bed because reading long enough just makes me sleepy. Fair. Um, usually Not takes me. I'll stay up all night. <laughs> to me, usually it takes a while, and it might just be because I'm starting to read at night, and I think I just kind of got burned That's into fair. my brain. Um, so I just sit there long enough and just start getting sleepy, and then then I have dreams of whatever the fuck I just read. Isn't was, that the which best? Which is a bonus. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, Love that. Um, so that's that's when I kind of started reading. Um. But we will, uh, we'll, do you have a guy, you guys have anything else between like ebooks and books? We'll kind of cover audio books. We'll, we'll cover kind of the, the book experience, book buying experience. Sure. We'll, uh, we'll kick to a break and, uh, and talk about that. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Cool. We'll see you all in a little bit. Hey everybody. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, shoot. I had that thought one day too. And guess what you're listening to now? Because I know, when I was getting this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record one? Where do I, how do I get it out to people? Do I do carrier pigeon? Do I hand it out in cassette tapes? Or do I just kind of scream at people on the street? None of those are good options. Please don't do that. I was also curious about how I make money from a podcast. Because that's kind of important. Well, the answer is oh so simple. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free and ridiculously easy to use now. Anchor can match you with great sponsors, too, so you can get paid to podcast. One of those great sponsors being Anchor. So, I personally love it. It's, it is crazy easy to use. Drag and drop the audio, or you can record directly from your phone. You can have people call in, ask questions, all that fun stuff. So, if you've always wanted to start a podcast and start making money doing so, you can go to anchor.fm slash start and join up with me, a whole bunch of other people, get your podcast off the ground. Again, that is anchor.fm slash start. Can't wait to hear, guys. Well, we've uh, we've had a wonderful reading break. We finished Moby Dick. Uh, it's been a while for you. It's been mere moments. For us, it's been three days. I really days. missed you guys, actually. Tell that hair is looking great. Thank you. I, I've grown that one out quite a, quite a long time. <laughs> it, it doesn't look bad. And Ryan, congratulations on the wedding. Thank you. Yeah, Thank um, you. Your kids are through college now. That must have been an experience. It was wow. horrifying. Yeah. yeah. They cost a lot of money, I'll tell you that. Well, You had to sell your wife. Unfortunately, well, I still have three chapters she was left to Moby it. Dick, so I won't be able to talk about that with you guys. You didn't do your summer reading assignment? God damn. The teacher's going to be mad at you. There's been 15 summers. <laughs> I know. It's been a while. but it's been some time. 
Uh, but no, we were talking about, so we, we kind of covered between books and ebooks, and now we get into the the wild world of audiobooks. Mm. Now, when I started listening to audiobooks, uh, I'm sure they were available on the internet. They didn't really have internet. I had dial-up. So I listened to books on tape. I did oh, the yeah. same thing. Wow, I, essentially you, the same thing. It's just I, I did that when I was now. yeah. I did that when I was back in like uh, elementary school and stuff because the library actually had stuff with, with cassette tapes in them. Oh yeah. Wait, like the school library or like school the town library? Your school library. My school had library had. I forgot you, you went to a rich town. School. Yeah, so I'm learning that your school library was much better than my school library. <laughs> yes, yeah, mine too. Quite a bit better. Yes. Okay, I'm you, pretty you, sure my public library did, doesn't even have that. My public library has a section dedicated to it. I haven't now, been there in like 10 years, but still. Now, I want to know your thoughts. So I'm not, I assume you guys had something similar in school where you read a book, take the test, get credit for reading said book. Like it was like a 10-question quiz. If there are bigger books, there are longer quizzes. Yep. Mm, um, doesn't sound familiar. So well, I had something like that when I was in 6th and 7th grade. So what I did... I feel like I beat the system. I just used books on tape to read those, quote-unquote, and then take the quiz after listening to books at night. Mm. I just did that. Like, the reading skill is off the charts. Like, sure is. I rewound it, too. Yeah, (laughs) sparknotes.com wasn't a thing at that point. No. Cliff notes, either. Same, yeah, same same idea. People just summarizing stuff. Yeah, so I just just listened to books on tape, which uh, I think almost exclusively were the Harry Potter books. I don't remember what the heck I read. It wasn't a Harry Potter book. I had listened to, read, quote unquote. Well, yeah. See, here, and that was my problem that I, I discovered early on. I do want to try audiobooks now, as what audiobooks are mm-hmm. now, because I know that they're not like they were when they were on the tapes. Uh, my problem was I would always read much faster than the person reading on the tape. Oh, you read along with it? Yes. Oh. Huh. Is that not how you do it? No. No. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I just listen to them. Well, that's boring. That's why that's why it exists. So you yeah. don't have to read. No, someone no. does it for you. No, 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 I, no, no, no. That is, it comes with a book. <laughs> no way. Mine came with a book. Mine never book, did. Book on tape, maybe. I don't know. Book on tape. The one that I had. The one. The only I've one that I ever remember doing came with a book. Because what? it was a picture book. Because I was in elementary school. Different. Very, very different. That That's your meant to, to look at the pictures and go along with it. I listened to Harry Potter. I suppose that's a important part. You dumb bastard. <laughs> yeah, I, Harry Potter. I, I, I want to say that was read by, like, Stephen Fry. I don't know who too. that is. Um, Famous the, British dude. I don't, he's a comedian, I believe. There's been a couple of those guys. Um, See, I actually I have the Harry Potter audiobooks, and I know mine are narrated by a dude named Jim Dale. Except I know mine are more recent because as you uh, listen shit, to them, like of bringing up Harry Potter, the, in, uh. the introduction tell, tells you it's it's a product of of Pottermore, which is like the massive, you know, multimedia conglomeration from J.K. Rowling. So it's somewhat recent. I don't know what Harry Potter book on books on tape would have been narrated by. There may be a few different ones too. I just I just did a quick Google and it's uh, it's Fry versus Dale for the better. 
uh, Harry Potter. Oh no, narrators. shit. Yeah, that's that's who it comes down to. Apparently, fair so enough. So it was. So Stephen Fry actually did narrate them. At one yeah, point. there's a there's a story behind that. I think he lost a bet and had to do it. <laughs> that's <laughs> but fantastic. Steve, but Stephen Fry is just it, he's like a I, I don't know if he's a comedian. He's more of like a personality. Yeah. But like he do, he does stuff like that very very well. Oh, fair um, enough. Have you seen V for Vendetta? Nope. God fucking, I need to learn. <laughs> you just haven't seen movies. Yep. You know, you know who See, you, you go have roughly. to ask though because you might be surprised. I'm su- I'm honestly really surprised you haven't seen V for Vendetta. Are you? Why? Because it seems like it's right up his alley. Yeah, and I wanted to see it. It's on the list. Yeah, I know. Right? It was a, yeah. Don't don't. <laughs> he sees me. movies that we force him to watch. That's true. The last one we had to sit him down. And go, hey, we're watching this now. I was so um, ready to leave too. You know, I actually haven't. Uh, I can I'm tell you, I've seen V for Vendetta. It's probably been 10 years since I've seen it. No, but Stephen Fry was in that. But now that I think of it, I haven't listened to an audiobook in a... The last one was, I think, The Goblet of Fire. See, for like me... when it came out. I just got into audiobooks last year. I've never listened to an audiobook, but I am interested to do it. It's, it, it took a little bit to get into it, I'll tell you that. I was... Um, And actually, oddly enough, this kind of came from anxiety. Uh, I was having issues driving. Um, Not to get into a whole story, but music started making me anxious if I was driving. Silence was making me anxious while I was driving. Silence is just weird. And I was was having like, I was having panic attacks. Like at one point I couldn't get to work because I was having panic attacks. I had to turn around, call out because I was freaking out. And I was borderline going to go to the hospital because I thought I was having like a complete meltdown and what was happening is i'd get home i would either crack open like the hunger games or like a thousand splendid sons or like the things he they carried or harry potter and just reading would just it it would just because it would take me to a completely different place i would literally forget about myself and just get fully enthralled in the book if you will Mm. i was like fuck i wish i could read while driving she did that for a while. I did not. <laughs> That's why I'm like, well, let's see what audiobooks if go for. only these books had some sort of audio format to them. What I did first, actually, because I, I remember this now, what I first did um, was with the, I, I had a, an app. I, it was some sort of PDF reader, and I spent a lot of money on it. Um, but it had a read aloud option with uh like you were making bootleg audiobooks essentially so well a the the harry potter and hunger games books that i had at the time so they were pirated question answer with the pdf reader did it sound like a robot was reading it it sounded like someone made a very 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 hard and honest effort to make a robot sound a lot more like a person actually reading. Like if Siri got punched in the head a couple of times. All right. You know, when you see the cell towers dressed up as trees. Yeah. Think of that. (laughs) It's like the same idea. It's like they tried so hard to make it sound like a person and it's so obviously it does make it easier because there was, because you could have it be just a normal robot or you could have, I think it was called like Smooth Read or something like that. Where and it's it, kind of not a robot. And it was like a... It's like a robot if you put lipstick on it. 
it, it, it trans the words and everything transitioned. It was a little less jarring, but it was still kind of hard. It was it was not easy. But that was your introduction, so it was yeah. And it was several months ago at this point that I was like, I what does a real audiobook sound like? So I think I started with the Hunger Games audiobooks. Um, I'm sure they were much nicer. Well, there's an actual person reading them. It, so. it took me it. It took me by because when you read, you formulate what some what a narrator's voice sounds like. Right. And then when it's not exactly what you thought it was, you're like, what the fuck is this? See, and that's where I think the hard part for me is going to be is because I'm so used to that. Getting into an audiobook where I have to listen to another person's voice read the book, I, I just feel like I, it would ruin the experience. It's, it doesn't ruin the experience, but it's definitely it's not, it takes getting used to. Uh, when I started listening to the Hunger Games audiobooks, the woman who narrates, I'm pretty sure she must have been in like her mid-40s, maybe early 50s by the time she read them. Um, so, yeah, that's what's recorded. And the protagonist of the Hunger Games, Katniss, is a 16-year-old girl. It's true. Mm. So it's a bit odd. And the woman's voice is not altogether pleasant. I, I shouldn't say that. It doesn't sound like it's suited for that book. Yeah, and at that point, I mean, it's 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 a voice actor, effectively, basically. Essentially, so I, I will tell you when I got the Harry Potter audiobooks, I was I I much more enjoyed those. I still like the Hunger Games audiobooks at the moment. That's what I'm listening to when I drive to and from work right now. Uh, but the Harry Potter audiobooks, it's narrated by Jim Dale, and he does a very very good job. Like he he really he, he has like a a distinctly different voice for every single character, uh, different accents for each characters as well, and he almost makes it you know sound like he does Hagrid perfectly. He does Professor McGonagall like he gets her accent down to a T, like it makes it that much more enjoyable to make it sound like because it just sounds like he's that much more into it, which makes it more enjoyable for the person listening. Right, that makes yeah. sense, yeah. Yeah, and generally, if that if any anything you listen to, if the person's going to be more into it, then you're then you right. in yeah, when they're reading with enthusiasm, you don't you want know? them to be reading it just like this because this is what the words are saying. You right. want them to, to I be feel like that's the narrator of the Hunger Games. It seems like she's just kind of like like she came in sort of hung over a little bit. She's like, all right, let's fucking knock this shit out. Fuck, nobody liked that kid in school. I'm not going to pay money to listen to that shit. It's Everyone true. had the kid in school when they had to read paragraphs. You didn't do it out loud. You most certainly did it silently to yourself. Just the, oh, fuck's sake. Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> you knew it was just not it's gonna, a good time. It's going to take a while. If you don't know who that kid was, chances are you were that kid. Yep, probably. There's always at least one in the class. Yep. I went to public school, so there was a couple. It was definitely a handful for me. Yep. I went I to public school in the point. inner city, so that was basically the whole class. You were the shining star, I'm sure. Fantastic. Um, now I didn't know I didn't learn how to read until like two weeks ago. Why do you think I listen to audiobooks? Barely knows how to read. I'm still struggling. I still have to put my finger like underneath where I'm reading. Mm, then you get Sound to it out. Get to a vowel and oh Jesus. <laughs> um, but now the 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 hot nightclubs of the book world. Libraries. Ooh. Right? I used to love going to the library. So Perfect. When so as a kid, what did you what'd you do? What'd you just go get books, poke around, just sit, just read. Pretty much. So when I went to the library, um, backstory, uh, it wasn't ever to go there because I wanted to hang out. It was I was going there because I had to wait for my parents to pick me up from school and blah 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 blah. There yeah. was a purpose. 
Right. I was there because I was waiting to go home. Mm-hmm. So what I would do in the meantime was I was, quote, unquote, doing my homework. So I would go and just kind of wander around and just kind of look at the different bookshelves, see what different things. If I found something that piqued my interest, I would grab it, and I would just paw through it while I waited to be picked up to go home. So that was pretty much what I did. I didn't really hang out with anybody there. It was always super quiet, which I loved. Huh. That's something I feel like I would appreciate more now than when I was a kid. I loved it. I loved it because I would go find, like, they had different seating areas. There was some rooms you could go into. Oh, neat. Yeah, it was pretty, well, you're supposed to reserve the rooms. I just went in them anyways, but. And when someone walks in, you go, sorry, and just leave. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's what I did, so. But, yeah, I would I would go. There was always a spot I went to in the way back, uh, in, like, they had, like, beanbag chairs, so I would literally just grab a book if I found one and just go sit in a beanbag chair and just kind of flip through it, read a little bit. If it was interesting, I would just start reading it. And if I really liked it, I would just go and when my Check mom picked me up, just be like, hey, I'm going to take this home. You had a much better library. Yeah, my library was huge. Yep. Yep, mine, I think, was not much bigger than the uh, the building we're in. Nice. Did it have multiple levels? Nope. Mm. <laughs> really? Did, did not. Oh, it, was, well, it was Judging tiny. where you grew up, that makes sense. <laughs> it was tiny. Um, See, even I, I still grew up in a relatively small town, not nearly like you, but <laughs> we had a good-sized library. Yeah, no, mine, mine's real small. Um, but, yeah, like, going, and so with, with your, I, I only went to my library a handful of times because it was just kind of out of the way, not really worth it. Um, but with yours, how did you, did you go as a kid? Was that, like, you go and get books, or did you just kind of, it was there? The first real memory I have of going to a library, I'm, so I was born in Oregon, and my first eight years were spent in Oregon. I know I went to the library there. I just can't really remember anything about it. I remember going to the library, you know, in the city when we moved here to New Hampshire, um, seeing that one and being like, holy shit, like, this is a library? No, no fucking way. And I found a comic series that I ended up really liking nice. called uh, The Adventures of Tintin. Yeah, that's an old one. Very old. That's by a French dude who uh, uses the pen name Hirge or something like that. Sure. Sounds right to me. And, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure these comics are from the 30s, 40s, maybe 50s. Yeah, I, I know they're... I think he wrote them sort of spastically up until the late 60s, maybe early 70s. I can't quite remember, but... Oh, I, shit, yeah, yeah. I, I fell in love with these comics... I mean, it's a little, it's like an 18-year-old Belgian kid who's a reporter falls in love with a drunk fucking sea captain whose name is Captain Archibald Haddock. Yeah. yeah. The uh, publication date, 1929 to 1976. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. So there we we go. I discovered those at, at the library in the city, and then I found out that my local library had all of them. It helps when the thing's been out for a couple of decades. Several. Yeah. Several. De- I'll right. say several decades. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so I, I liked going to the library for that. And when I was younger, I was in Boy Scouts, and we met at the public library in our town. That makes sense. So sometimes, like, my dad would say, like, do you want to walk around, look around for books before, before the meeting? I was like, fuck yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I never, I never went to my local library. Because it kind of sucked. Sounds um, like it wasn't fantastic. Um, but what I would do, kind of every summer I'd go hang out with like my grandmother in Maine. And we'd often go, because, you know, grandparents' house in the middle of nowhere. 
ain't got shit else. So we'd oftentimes go to the library. And usually we'd, like, we'll go look around. And that is where I fell in love with the series of unfortunate events. I've never read that oh, I haven't either, and I've wanted to. They, and I forgot it existed until you just mentioned they're it. They're quick, simple reads. Um, Which is perfect for me. They're, uh, they're, a lot of pictures? There's no, some. There's some like on the chapter. Like, oh, yeah. fuck that. It's some. not worth reading. <laughs> oh, there's there's if pop-ups. Doesn't, if, if it doesn't pop up when you right. open the pages, then why even bother? Um, no, those are, those are great. Um, a lot of very funny, very clever writing in those. Uh, and they're not meant to be hard. They're clearly not aimed for our age group, but they're dark, real dark. Uh, I found but, out that age group doesn't mean a goddamn thing. I mean, that's kind of. Eh. I mean, extreme cases, yes, but not yeah, age group. I would say it uh, not necessarily going to dictate the content of the book, but more so how difficult I guess it is Figure, to read. It how book, complex book. everything. You think yeah. of the Harry Potter and the Hunger Games books? Those are what are considered young adult books, meaning that those are meant for high schoolers. Yeah. I love those books. Well, again, the, I the, still read those books. Yeah, most people were introduced to them when they were in high school. Right. At least Harry Potter. I didn't start reading Hunger Games until like two years ago, maybe. I've yeah. never read ago. the Hunger Games. I mean, they were popular enough to be warranted into movies, and young adults probably, a lot of them probably aren't being the ones spending money for it. But I think that's just more of the the themes are, are aimed at them to where it's suitable right. for them. But um, at the library, what we also did, because that was just kind of the place in town, she lived in the middle of nowhere, we'd rent movies. Just watch those every now and again, VHS, sometimes D- like DVDs, whatever she had. We'd we'd rent movies, go home and watch those like one or two a week, and then go back, swap those out, and and do that. And that that kind of brings into what libraries are doing nowadays. Sweet Jesus, have you have you been to a library recently? It's been a hot like minute. a, ni- like been a nice, like ten years. Like a nice library. Some libraries are offering three D printing. What? You can just, like, if you send them the file that you have for your 3D stuff, they'll, some libraries will print them for you. You pay for, like, materials, but that's it. They still charge you 10 cents to make a copy. I have no idea. I'm not. I mean, my library 3D. used to. I uh, thought it was ridiculous. It had a coin li- slot. The library at college charges your fucking arm and a leg yeah. for copies. Right. You, you have tuition, but you still pay that. Anyway, um, some libraries rent out video games now. I can't remember if my library did that. Um, where I used to live, that... That city, that library did. Um, yeah, you rented video games. Mine had I, like I a sweet VHS tapes that you could rent. Um, Not a ton, but they had some. Most dude, at my old section. public library on tomorrow, drop <laughs> in and make galaxy jars. This looks fucking sick. <laughs> what the hell's a galaxy jar? Drop in jar? and make your own galaxy jar to take home with you. No registration necessary. Ages four and up. I'm ages four and up. <laughs> you're going to go and make the fuck out of like a galaxy jar. Call my boss. I am sick as a motherfucker today. I'm going to the public library and making galaxy jars to make myself feel better. See you tomorrow. Kidding, you had me a galaxy jar. I you mean, some galaxy jars. Ga- galaxy jars kind of do look dope as fuck. Literally no fucking clue what those are, but they look cool. They do look pretty fucking cool. I kind of want a galaxy jar. Can I put lights in them? Oh, hell yeah. All right. So now now I'm enamored by Keenan's local library. Um, but yeah, also. Apollo 11 moon landing live webcast. Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. Right. So Tech libra- class, 3D printing, and design basics. Holy shit. See? Yeah. Libraries are. I'm glad you guys are just discovering this. Looks libraries. Like someone needs a fucking library card. Libraries are cool as shit. Now, the pro tip that I heard, and I don't know if libraries appreciate this or not, I can't imagine why they wouldn't. But if you're in a, a new city and need somewhere cool and quiet to go just kind of decompress for a second, go to a goddamn library. 
I would imagine libraries would like that because that's going to increase the foot traffic. You'd... But one thing that is impressing me about this, um, I had just assumed over the last 15 years or so that libraries were just gathering dust and there's that one 933-year-old woman in there. Mm-hmm. Keep it down over there, Jimmy. But there's no one there. So right. it's Jimmy's ghost because Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy lived in Jimmy. the 30s. <laughs> and that lady's actually just crazy. But, like, looking at this, like, they are oh. definitely doing what they can to keep up with the times, keep themselves relevant. Kind of have to, really, or else you just kind of fade away. Yeah, I, I was just always under the impression that a library is the kind of place where it's set in their ways. This is what we do. If you don't like it, fuck off. No. Like, a lot of them are cool as hell, and a lot of the times... Um, well, and I, I guess that kind of throws into question, what is a library? Is it just a place with a bunch of fucking books, or is it I, a resource I mean, center for your town? I think it's an inver- in, informational resource repository, I think is the best way to put it. A suppository, you say? Yes. You just get, shreds, you say. <laughs> um, but no, I think the... so And, and if, if you weren't already aware, 90% of the time, a lot of libraries, you can just go and like use a computer, connect to the internet, mm-hmm. get stuff done that way. So it's a great resource for people who might not have that otherwise. Right. Um and That's as what a lot of kids in my school actually did is like for any schoolwork that had to be done on the computer, they would go to the library after school and do it there. Yeah. Um, and as far as I know, if you ever go to a library and need help, librarians are more than happy to help you out. They're, they actually get paid for it. They're there because the you, librarians aren't librarians because they're making fucking bank. Uh, true. They're That's librarians someone who is a passion of the their craft. job. Right, they want. I, I can tell you the librarians at my local library. They were actually very nice. Actually, one of my old friends, uh, his, I believe his mom worked at the public library for a long time. Um, and yeah, she's not your stereotypical librarian. Hey, shh, this is a library. Keep it down. I mean, we'll still do that for being a dick. But now, see this kind of like we covered in the going out episode, which hopefully you've already heard that. If not, stay tuned. Mm. Where we talk about putting bars and fucking everything. Libraries, am I right? I think we that, tu- I think we touched cl- on that very, very, very there, obviously. I do know of a place where there is a bar in a library. Think about it. It's quiet. Mm. Maybe the bar side is a little bit, you know, more conversational. I feel like but no matter, it might be slightly noisy, but it's always going to be quieter than a normal bar. Oh, absolutely, significantly. But what if there's like so you have this you have the counter where you know pe- you know friends and everyone they're talking, but then you have like these little nooks in the bar where you can just go into a fucking beanbag chair with your book and your beer, and I think at that point you just divide the building, subdivide it, just have doors like have like everywhere and if in one side the bar. I mean bar, that would be the better way to do it, and then let people bring drinks through. Like if I want to read a book and sip a fucking whiskey. Well, yeah, I feel like the the doors at that point would literally just be... Ooh, idea with that. Sorry to cut you off. My shit's more important. Oh, um, well, fuck me then. So instead of Thank like... You for so, your honesty. So sit, going over to that side, say like instead of um, uh, like what servers coming over to you or like talking, like would you like anything? Instead of like have a little like... Tablet. Like, not even not even necessarily... Well, that for the server to just have that, Just a bunch yes. of books on a tray. Which one would you like, sir? No, well, for drinks. I'm still thinking drinks. Have a little, just like keep, have a puck. Just, like, just have, press a button that lights up. So if, if they ha- see it light up, they'll come over to you so they know they're not going to interrupt you. Right. So, and maybe a tablet. 
Maybe they can, I mean, you can still. Or you whisper. could, you could like, order your food on like a tablet. You, you like, can oh, cool, still whisper and not be an asshole in the library. Oh, for sure. You can you can have a conversation. In the and, library. and especially if you're going Depending to that on place, how big it is. If, if you're going to that place, you know it's gonna be a little bit loud. But guys, if you're if if people listening to this are not just gleaning ideas from us. We had a, a museum we had bar the idea, idea first. We had a museum bar idea in one of our last episodes. You do what you owe us money. A library bar. We need a nook. We need the a library. Okay, you're not in charge of naming it. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck it, uh, I tried. Because this is gonna look like library. You, you did better That's than not. me. I'm gonna give you a high five. Thank um, you. Nice. Um, yeah, no, we need the nanner nook. Is what we need. The nanner nook. Fucking yes. Ooh. That's just good. like three stuffed bananas you can sit on and read a book. Yes, you can lean against that'd them. That'd be so good. All right, Listen to the Who Wants Bananas podcast. You could do that, yeah. Anyone While you're sipping your liquid meth. Yep. Anyone. That's kind of what it takes to listen to this. Anyone who makes the lie bar. Lie Don't have kids. Library. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's. You, that's you, a hell of an idea. That's, it needs to happen. I think there's a place. Somewhat nearby, it's on the cusp of being able to do that. There's a place somewhere nearby that already does that. Not necessarily with the, s- the separation, but uh, there it's a bar and a library. I'm not yeah. even kidding you. Nice. And I'm pretty sure they serve food. Can I eat the books? Is it in the state of New Hampshire? It is. Then they legally have to serve a consumable, and that's sure yes, is telling they the serve book. food. Well, nice. I'm consuming books. Well, you're right fucked now. up, so. Mm, you eat. Are you, that's, Stop! Don't stop eating the. Uh, stop! Don't. Hey, hey, don't, hey, don't, hey, don't hey, put it. No, put it down. Put it down. Stop it. Stop right. it. Hold it down. It's, you, I, you, stop. God, it, Spit it. it out. Spit it out. Ryan. 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 Did, did, open your did mouth. You swallow did it? you? Ah, you son of a God bitch! God damn it! <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> well, fuck it. We tried. Yeah. Well, with that, now that we, as we, before we go purge. Ryan's stomach to uh, do y'all want to do that again? Do y'all, do y'all, <laughs> do y'all have uh, any any uh, any thoughts? Anything to to leave the people with? Pick up a damn book, fools! Read a book. Read a book. Read a motherfucking book. Yep. O- oddly enough, from from discussing this tonight, it, it's made me kind of want to branch out a little bit from the you know two series that I read just continually over and over and mm-hmm. over. Because I'm pretty sure the last time I listened to slash read the Harry Potter books, that must have been my like fifteenth read through. Yeah. So it's there are other books, and it's like most of them. Currently, actually. I'm on the Hunger Games. I think this is like t- number three for me on the Hunger Games. So it's you know it's it's time for a new series, and this has kind of made me like, man, I really kind of want to branch out, and it also is making me want to check out my old library and actually check out the the public library here in town. See what they got. Can't right. imagine that's any good because there's like 50 people in this town. Right. The library. So your public library might suck, but the cool part is. It's you, a public library. You can also go to the next town over. Go to a place that does have. Yeah, it doesn't have to be your library. library. There's a uh, and I think you can get a book. You can get a li- a book card. A motherfucking yeah, book. You can get a library card. I think last time I had to pay for a library card. That was like because I wasn't a. Um, you had to pay for a library because card? I wasn't a citizen of the town it was in. Oh, that makes sense. If you're a citizen sense. of that town, you get a free library card. All right, makes um, sense. But I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't reside. Resident. Whatever. That makes more sense. Yeah. Whatever. I wasn't a resident of that town. I think it was thirty dollars a year. Yeah, it's. Wow, that's pretty. Cheap. Not expensive. <laughs> that's like what's five dollars less than five dollars. Significantly less. Libraries like are what? Those are yes. <laughs> libraries are tax funded. They're public. Yeah. yeah, it's public, paid for public by the town. libraries. Yeah. Private libraries are bookstores. 
Yeah, true. That's, <laughs> and that's where you buy it, the books. Right. You don't get to just take it. Most you, most private. You get to do it once. Yeah. <laughs> you can just take it one time. But no, I think, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm i I'm inspired to go read some stuff. Yeah, I'm going to so go, go read right now. I'm going to charge up my Kindle and read, like, the spiritual successor to, to Ready Player One. Armada, that's what it's called. Ah, <laughs> I read that I, say, I kind of want to read those now. That Now that you've mentioned Ready that, those ones. sound Ready Player One. Yeah, that they is, sound like good series. Really good. You talking about the Witcher series has made me real curious about I that. will bring you a book. Because oh, you and I seem to have very similar tastes in literature. Yeah, we do, for sure. So... But yeah, I think we'll uh, I think we will we'll cut it there. We'll uh, we'll go we'll go read some stuff and uh, we appreciate y'all for listening. Well, you've managed to make it through us talking about books and reading and kind of inspiring ourselves, hopefully inspiring you to to read some books, pick something up whether it be uh, just a regular book, paper, paperback, you know, monumentally expensive hardcover book, uh, audiobook, a book on tape, a pop-up book, a picture book, whatever it might be, get out there, read, head to your local library, help them out. They're always they're always good places we as we discovered live with oh, yeah. you guys that uh, libraries can be some some pretty fantastic places. Um, if you want to keep up with us, read read more of our things in more bite-sized chunks. You can find us on Twitter at Who Wants Nanners, Facebook at Who Wants Bananas with that good old question mark for the punctuation, Instagram at Who Wants Bananas, all one word, and of course, if you'd like to support our our endeavors, our podcast. If you enjoyed this and you want to represent the podcast out in the world as well as keep up with everything else we're doing, you can go to whowantsbananas.com slash store. And we're curious, people. Let us know what books you're reading. If we if we kicked anything up, if you have any recommendations for us, now we're, uh, now we're looking to, to read some stuff. So, uh, so let us know. Thanks for listening. <laughs>